Welcome to KPL Lit Talks. In today's podcast, it's all about holiday traditions. I'm Claudette Stockwell, the library director. And I'm Kim Mather, teen and adult services librarian. So Kimberly, I'm very curious. Do you have any holiday traditions that you have either um, carried onward from childhood or anything that you've started with your family? Well, when I was a kid, my parents always hosted Christmas Eve for the entire um, family on my mom's side. And it's kind of the same now. She still hosts Christmas Eve, but, you know, as as we all age, the cousins and whatnot have their own families, we don't get together. But my kids and my brother and his daughter, um, we all still go to my mom and dad's and have Christmas Eve. So kind of the same, but a yeah. little bit of a different a yeah. different twist? Yeah. Yeah. Has there been any traditions that you have just started specifically with your own family? Um, well, I used to host Christmas Day when the kids were little. I always felt like um, I didn't really want to leave the house on Christmas Day. They're small. They're opening their gifts. And so I would then have all of our relatives over, my husband. Um, sister and her family and my I understand Kim uh because as a child on my father's side of the family so his mother we always went to his mother's house and so he came from a family of nine siblings so most of his family would be there except for his brother and sister that were not nearby you know his brother lived in California and his sister lived in Illinois Mm -hmm. Uh, but most of the family was there with their spouses and their kids. So I grew up with loud holidays. Um, and now that both my parents have passed and my husband's father has passed and we never really did anything with his family either on the holidays. So it's sort of like my husband, my daughter and I, and that gives a very quiet feel. Yes. Um, so it is a very different type of experience from when I was a child However, one thing that we did keep, which we've been doing, is every Thanksgiving we uh, put up our tree. So that has become my family's tradition. Mm -hmm. So that's something that we have carried. Um, And I'm trying to think. I do know that other things that I have carried with me is my mother uh, always gave me a holiday ornament. Most of the time from Hallmark. Um, Mm -hmm. So every year, and I do know, of course, as a child, probably I was like, ugh, you know, right? Who wants a holiday ornament? Um, But every year I'm able to put them on my tree, and I've carried that tradition with my daughter so that when she starts her home, she will also have a tree that has ornaments. And it's an amazing feeling because, you know, I can come back and I can look and go, look, this is from 1977, especially the ones on Hallmark because a lot of times they have the date. Um, so that's a tradition that, uh, if anybody's, you know, looking to start a new tradition, it's a wonderful thing because when I first got married, you know, when you're looking at your first tree and you're looking at the expense of everything to be able to already have ornaments to put on is a really amazing thing. Um, so, uh, any kind of weird holiday traditions like that somewhere or... No, actually, I can't say that there are. I have a lot of ornaments on the tree that my children have made over the years, and oh, so yeah. I find those very special. So I can, I was very touched by your story of your your ornament gifts from your mom yeah. because every time I put them on the tree, it it does it just 
you know, gives me such a warm feeling to, you know, remember when they were young and, right. you know, and, and make a pilgrimage for me or, you know, so I can only imagine how, you know, you feel. Yeah. Just thinking back about Christmases as the ornaments trigger those memories. Yeah, and um, Hallmark has unique things that sometimes play in nicely to my life. So like when my daughter first started baking, that same year they had like a mother-daughter apron with the year on it. I think it might have been like 2015. Oh, yeah. And so now exactly when we take it out of the box and we hang up, it's like, hey, that's when you first started baking. Yeah. Um, or when she was little and she took piano lessons. So I have like one, you know, it's like a little mouse sitting at the piano. And we can say, oh, yeah, I'm back, you know, back in 2008. Yeah. You were. So, yeah, that's a, a, a very interesting tradition that I've carried on that my mother passed to me. Uh, something that I don't do that I did as a child, though, which is very interesting, and I, I'm not sure if it's a French-Canadian tradition, but instead of putting stockings up, we put our shoes under the train. So, you know, before, probably maybe the week before uh, Christmas came, your shoes would go up. And if you were very good, you got a little treat. It could be a quarter. I don't necessarily think there was any candy. Now when I think about it, it's kind of like, oh, that's kind of disturbing. <laughs> but uh, it's, I started a rock collection because, shockingly, I was a very bad girl once. <laughs> and I think so my father decided, and we had a stone driveway, so he put some stones in my mm-hmm. shoes. I think that was supposed to, I don't know what I could have possibly done wrong um something that got him to the point where he um decided to put rocks in my shoes um but it backfired because instead of me being upset it was the best gift I ever had (laughs) and I fell in love with rocks and to this day I still love rocks um there might have been it might have even been tomato festival years ago but there was an old couple there that was selling a stone wall and it really was just a paint stir that they had painted green and then they glued just some rocks to make like a stone wall and of course I bought it um my husband says you're the only person I know that actually would pay for rocks and you know if you've been in my office you will see that that's true I have a lot of rocks with messages or just plain rocks and I blame my dad on that because I think that's where that tradition started for me that love of rocks um my daughter actually um used to go to rock shows so, and I don't love really it. Music rock shows. <laughs> <laughs> Although she probably went to them as well. Yeah. 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 She does still go to a lot of music mm-hmm. festivals. And, stuff, <laughs> and she still has a very fondness for rocks. We actually took a vacation. I know this is so digressing, but um, we took a vacation to uh, New Hampshire one year and we swung by Ruggles Mine, which was not on our way hmm. to um, exactly where we were going in the White Mountain area, but. Um, we, we swung by there because we just thought she'd really enjoy it, where you can um, kind of, I don't know, dig your own rocks. Oh, just, yeah. yeah. So, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I would love to do that. that she came home with. I can imagine. <laughs> that that, that would I would love that. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly so, up my alley. I bet yeah. it's still there. Maybe you'd like to go check it out. I'll have to check it out. <laughs> Maybe in the spring or summer. That would be a nice... Uh, thing to do yeah yeah uh so let's see any holiday recipes that you always make oh well for thanksgiving i have a special cranberry sauce that i always make there you go um, had to make it this year too um and it's uh so simple i don't know why more people don't make their own cranberry sauce instead of buying from like the jar Mm -hmm. um you know, as I am such a, a food fanatic and, you know, very much of a health nut, it's nice to be able to put, 
what I want into the recipe. Very true. And so I um, I use my monk fruit, which is my preferred sweetener, but I, you, know, you could use honey or you could have berries, right? Sugar, you could use that too. <laughs> but it's just cranberries with mm-hmm. some um, chopped up pears. And oh, it does sound good. Some cardamom and some ginger and, um, and the sweetener. And it's just, yeah. just delicious. That's and amazing. Cook it down on the stove for a few minutes and, and the, the cranberries just pop and, you know, it just thickens on its own. It's just you're such a great cook. I um I kind of err on the side of caution when it comes to cooking. I don't know if it's just because I just don't have the time to really dedicate in the kitchen. So if I have time, like on a long weekend where I can bake, I like to do that. Uh, but since my father passed away, I have not had the meat stuffing that he used to make at Thanksgiving. And again, I think that's a, a French-Canadian thing. Um and I do think I have my grandmother's recipe because my father was always like, right? A little bit of this, a little bit of that. What he put in there, I, I'm pretty sure it was Hamburg and like ground up pork, but I don't know. I swear that thing was on the stove for like a week before I, you know, like that's what it felt like. Who knows yeah. if that's real? Um, and he would just, you know, do, do, do. You wouldn't know what he was putting in. Um, and so I'm not really sure what the recipe is. So that makes me even more hesitant. But mm-hmm. as we just came off of Thanksgiving, uh, I really am like, we have to learn how to make this because I really, really miss it. Yeah. And, you know, then he, I remember like afterwards he would make meat pies with that and it would be this whole thing. You know, you'd have the soup, you'd have the meat pies, you'd have the leftover turkey. And with three of us, I'm like, you know, you got like one good meal and like two sandwiches and we're done. Because we only buy like a little, and I have a small stove, so like we can only fit a certain size in there. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that I used to always buy the biggest turkey I could find. You know, yeah. Yeah. My stove would never handle it. Yeah. Yeah. So I always have to get a little one. And this year we actually did something totally wild and crazy, and we just bought the turkey breast. Oh, yes. And I put it in a crock pot, and that was it. Like, it was the most simple, easiest Thanksgiving, least stressful, most peaceful day we ever had. Put it in first thing in the morning. It was incredible. So next year, yeah, next year I might try it again. So, yeah. I was going to ask how it was. It was really fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to tell my mom because she always does a turkey breast because it's just her and my dad. Yeah. And it was just, it fit. It was just the right size. Mm -hmm. And we just, like I said, we cooked it all day. We were able to put the tree up. And then, you know, later in the afternoon, I was able to do all the other yummy yums. But, um, yeah. So let's see. What other types of traditions do I not do anymore? Uh, We used to open just one present on Christmas Eve. Um, We don't do that anymore. And my husband... Had, came from a family that believed that you did not do that or somehow you would be cursed or something terrible <laughs> would happen. So we do not open presents prior to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's something else we don't uh, do anymore. We've always opened on Christmas morning. Uh, the only exception was my mom hosting Christmas Eve with the cousins and stuff. We would, um, you know, open the gifts there with them. Because we weren't going to see them Christmas Day. But anything, you know, from my parents or anything of that sort... You and wait. Right. Yeah. So a lot of people usually save. So Uh, how about favorite, since we're in a library, do you have a favorite uh, holiday book that you like to read? 
or oh. read to children or anything? Oh. Is there something special that you yeah. just love to take out every year? Well, I was thinking about that, knowing that we were going to be talking about holiday traditions. And honestly, I don't really read a lot of holiday-related stories. I mean, definitely the picture books, you know, there's mm -hmm. a lot of, of those that would pop into my head. At the moment, no, I can't think of one. But um, I have to say, as a kid, The Little House on the Prairie, mm. um, all the, all the, I loved all the books. Just, mm -hmm. I'm just saying, if you like that sort of thing, I loved every single book. Um, and even now, I have to read The Long Winter pretty much, like every winter. Just Oh, interesting. It just makes me appreciate nice. what we're going through because yeah. I don't think anybody these days had it as hard as they did that. Of course not. <laughs> but I, I'm very fond of the Christmas um, chapters in each of the books. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I don't know. I like a simple life, and I always picture myself kind of wanting to live like that. Mm -hmm. um, so I guess kind of I'm moving in that direction anyway um, as I age and wanting to just kind of, you know, retire yeah. to my cabin and my school bus. And <laughs> <laughs> Love it. But but those are just very, um, I don't know. Love, love those, but I, yeah. I honestly could not think of an adult book that I read. I was thinking I had read Skipping Christmas, but I can't remember a darn thing about it. Don't I you did. love that? It's like I might have read it once, and it could or could not have been good. Sometimes I think that's how I decide if I like a book is whether or not I can remember it. Yeah. Um, and then I think, yeah, that's a really good book because I remember that I liked it, and I remember what it's about. So for me, it's not necessarily a holiday book. Um, but I think it's something that I would probably pull out to read for kids around this time is The Gingerbread Girl by Lisa Campbell. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know if it just speaks to the social justice equity girl inside of me, but, you know, something about it not being about the gingerbread boy right. that I'm, you know, a huge fan of, you know, uh, I'll run and I'll run with a leap and a twirl. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread girl. Absolutely love it. Love to read it to children. So this is like my time of year. Like I think that you always pull out like some sort of gingerbread magic and that's the book for me. So yeah. Okay. How about I have to ask because I know you're a music lover like myself. Only three though. Because only three. What are your three favorite holiday songs? Oh, I thought maybe you were going to ask me <laughs> albums, because I have no, songs. some favorite albums. Okay, you can tell us the albums after. Okay. Yeah. Favorite holiday songs. Whoa, that's a hard one. Isn't that a tough one? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Especially when you have to narrow it down. Yes. Yes. Like, you know, are you in a store, and you hear it, and you just... No? no I I love music, so it's so hard, and so much of it just makes me want to move or sing, mm -hmm. depending, like, Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Oh, no, no. How no. can you not, oh, no, no, not no. want to dance or sing to that, right? <laughs> I hate that song. Oh, no, I'm so sorry. We awesome. the store the other day, and somebody had it blaring in I the know. car, and they were singing, and I could hear them singing, and... I'm not saying I wouldn't sing it with her, but it's definitely not my favorite. Yeah. Oh. And I don't know that it's my favorite either, but I it just is one of it, those. It is. That, you're right. It's one of those you got to hear it. If you hear it, you got to sing it kind mm -hmm. of thing. Yeah. I can tell you one that I've really heard enough of, and I don't need to hear it again. Come on, tell me. Last Christmas. <laughs> okay. Yep. Um, so let's see. What's one of my favorites? Hmm. I think always it's The Little Drummer Boy. 
What about the version with Bing Crosby and David Bowie? I love I love love the the classic holiday yeah. ones. Although I also really like Santa Baby, which is newer. Oh well, no, no. Um, version. Yeah, you're version. right. Actually, you know, yeah, yeah. 60s, I, I like the older ones. Yeah, yeah. I do too. Okay, so I guess that's two then. So Little Drummer Boy, Santa Baby, and um, hmm. It's a toss-up for me. I really like Santa Claus is Coming to Town, uh, but there's another one. What is it? It's right on the tip of my tongue, and I always am like, I love that song when I hear it, but right now it's escaping me. Exactly. So come on, Kim, give me a song. Let my brain think. Well, I was thinking of Andy Williams. He has um, one that I really like. It's an older, you know, uh, song, but I can't think of the name of it. It's going in my head, but I, I know. can't think of the name. <laughs> it's like name that tune, except we don't have the actual lyrics. Yeah. I know. And the Christmas song by Nat King Cole. That one is just so nice. That's the so, classics. You know, so you're like on the classics oh, with me. Do, yeah. Do, yeah. Yeah. But that's not to say that, you know, some of the newer artists. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I have to say, we we have Amazon Prime. So, yeah. and we uh, subscribe to the Amazon Music, and they've got the different channels you can pick. And oh, nice. You know, yeah. stream them while, you know, we're cooking or just whatever. And so we clicked on Christmas Past, I think was the title of it, thinking it was going to be more of the traditional mm-hmm. things like from, you know, Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, mm-hmm. you know, that sort of thing. But all of a sudden, um, Paul McCartney's Christmas oh, song interesting. was on there. And then the Mariah Carey song. But, you know, you think about it. and It is it the past is now. The past oh, now. no. Exactly. And, and here I was thinking these are new kind of Christmas songs, but, but they're really not anymore. They're really not anymore <laughs> showing our age. Isn't that terrible? And then when things come on like Jesse J or Justin Bieber, those are... Well, those are present day. Yeah. Present yeah. yeah. In fact, my husband asked me, who's Jesse J? I said, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I I really feel like maybe it was Santa Claus is coming to town for me. I do though. There's another one. I don't know if it's uh, what is that one? It's by Brenda Lee. Oh, Jingle Bell Rock. I love yeah, that song. there you go. Thank you. It. You gotta you gotta have that one. That one's gotta put you in the mood, yeah. right? Do you get to the point where you get tired of hearing the music? No. Okay, so you no. can just listen. We were just talking about, wouldn't it be awesome if we had, like, little speakers in the library and we could just play some, like, classic, quiet oh, holiday music? Yeah. But then I don't know how our patrons will feel. So if people, if you think that that's a good idea, like, email us at info at org, and maybe next year we can play some quiet, classical Christmas music. You don't know because, you know, you go into all these stores and it's playing mm-hmm. and it's playing, you know, like it's pretty much probably playing since October, so you might be like, I'm done with this. Um, but for me, I like I always put it on like 96.1 WSRS because like from now until the end, you know, you can guarantee to get your holiday music. Yeah. How about um, trans Siberian Orchestra's um, Christmas Eve of Sarajevo? Oh, my gosh. That's a great one. See? When you said classical music. That right, just something quiet. I wonder if we would all be, like, <laughs> walking around, like, mm-hmm, humming, right? I do find that I'm one of those annoying people in the stores that if it's, like, a song that I really like and, you know, everybody else is, like, all grumpy around you, like, Burr, 
you know, get out of my way. I gotta get my shopping done. And I'll be like, do, 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 because I'm just like, you know, like, hey, you know, I understand it's, it's a busy time of year and you can't expect to go out and think you're going to be at the first of the line. Yeah. You've got to be patient. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Right? You're not a patient person. This is not a good time. It's not a good time. Just stay home. And t- I mean, today it's, it's easier than ever to do that because you can just order everything from the comfort of your home and it will be delivered to you. Yes. And if you're ordering from Amazon, don't forget to click on Amazon Smile and choose Friends of Killing Republic Library before you do your shopping so that we can get a little percent back. A little that. tiny percent back. Thank you for remembering that. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a favorite, favorite holiday movie? Yeah, you can pick three. And then actually, uh, we have to go back to your, your albums because I forgot That's about right. that. Oh, well, do you want me to do the album? First? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so when we were thinking about holiday traditions, I just, there's two holiday albums I have to listen to, and I can listen to them over and over and over again. Like, I mean, put it on and just hit repeat and mm. play. And um, my favorite is Winter Song by Sarah McLaughlin. And then the second one would be. A Charlie Brown Christmas by the Vince Guaraldi Trio. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. So those are my two favorite albums. There's nice. There's song on there. Okay. And who couldn't love to dance to Linus and Lucy, right? You're so funny. I, I want a giant Snoopy. Oh. When, um, when my daughter was about six months old, uh, Hallmark and Putnam, they had like a raffle, and I didn't even know what I was like putting my name in for because I never win anything. So I was just like, yeah, I'm not going to win. And away I went and they called and they're like, and you won. And I didn't know what I'd won. So I go down there and I mean, it is like a life-size Snoopy. He's super, super giganto. I don't even know how I got him in my uh, car. Wow, he's that big. He's that kind of big. He is huge. I've brought him to the library before, but he's big and awkward. So he's just hanging out in my basement. But, you know, he's big Snoop with his little Santa hat. And it was cute because that was the year that I had got her um, a little Santa outfit. Because, you know, when you're a toddler and they have all like the cutest little outfits ever um and so I had a little picture I was trying to get like just to show how big he was compared to her but she was crawling away I have to try to dig that out but makes me think of uh Charlie Brown so does it is that that lead into like favorite holiday shows okay so (laughs) movies um while you were sleeping with Sandra Bullock okay yep Oh my gosh, he looks so hot in his work boots. Kimberly. <laughs> it's funny too because I've seen him in lots of other movies, and you know he doesn't do anything for me. But in that movie, man, <laughs> you you just crack me up. You just never know what's gonna like come out of your mouth sometimes. <laughs> but it is a really great hmm. movie, even you know. Even if even if if he doesn't do it for you, yeah, okay, fair enough. It's just a great, great story. I really like it. <laughs> Um, and then Holiday Inn, it's an old classic with um, Bing Crosby and Fred Astaire. Uh, I'd love to show it at the library for holiday movies, but I, it's because it is older, I think that it could be a little controversial. Oh, um, So okay. Yeah, you yeah. want to be careful with that. So, Everything's a controversy today. Exactly. Right? So I don't, I, you, yeah. you know, even though it's one of my favorites, I'll probably never show it here, sadly. And Dear Santa, it's um, hmm. Amy Acker's the only um, person. Actually, no, there's the other female lead. Um, I can't remember her name. But th- those two I've seen. 
um, in other things. Um, but that's just a really neat story about um, a woman who's, you know, just like Fifth Avenue kind of a gal. Mm-hmm. Who just, you know, has all kinds of money to spend because her parents just send her checks. And she finds this letter. This happens in the first few minutes, so I'm not really giving away anything. <laughs> She's out, you know, on one of, you know, the, the streets oogling some dress in a window and this Santa letter blows in front of her face and she just, you know, gets distracted and puts it in her pocket and goes home. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of goes from there. So it's just this Dear Santa letter. And it just, it's interesting to see how she evolves. And Interesting. Um, I haven't, I've only seen one of your three. So, oh, which yeah. One? Um, the first one went Sandra Bullock. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah, that's the f- and that was forever ago. Um, I oh, and I say recently, probably like five years ago, we fi- we finally watched Elf, and that was super oh, funny. Um, but I would say my go-to holiday movies. I have to watch Rudolph every year. Yep. I have to watch Frosty and uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh. Um, that one is especially important, I think, for my husband and I because they get married on Christmas Eve which is supposed to be the most magical night of the year, and that is also our anniversary. Oh, so I think, you know, when they yeah. show the little wedding and the, you know, we kind of, our little hearts go pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Oh, yes. yeah. <laughs> oh, I can see why you would. Yeah, so every year we definitely, and so I own them on DVD, um, you know, so every year we have to watch those. Those yeah. are my, and they're all kid ones, every single one, not a, not one adult, except for the elf one, but even that, I don't take that out every year, so... Super funny, though, if you're oh, looking for a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's great. I love that movie. Yeah. It was hard, you know, when you say, you know, do you have three favorites? And I guess I kind of lean towards, you know, the love story. So, mm-hmm. But, boy, a good laugh is good. A good laugh is good, too, right? <laughs> so whatever people are doing, I hope that they are either creating some new traditions or holding on to some old ones. Right, you can create whatever you'd like. Uh, come to the library, check out some of our movies or our our books. There's uh, holiday craft books and cookbooks and books you can read with your family or read by yourself. Uh, let us know if there's anything that you find that you'd like to continue or start something new today. Thanks so much for listening. Catch you later. Bye.